from Spotify, this is The Window. First person snapshots of life during the pandemic. I'm your host, Xavier Journey. It's May 1st. I'm still in my apartment in Brooklyn. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has the state on pause for at least the next few weeks. There are so many things I miss about regular life. The simple things. Regular visits to the gym, seeing my friends, going to church, my weekly haircuts. What's the future going to look like? I mean, how are me and my boys going to dap each other up when we see each other for the first time? Can things get back to normal before there is a vaccine? Well, we're starting to see different parts of the country experiment with that. Last Friday, Georgia was among a few states that have started to relax their stay-at-home orders. The governor there, Brian Kemp, said some businesses could open if workers are symptom-free and wear masks and gloves and stay six feet away from each other. And that means a lot of people are facing a difficult choice about whether to risk their health to go back to work. Shakira Irvin is one of those people. She's a hairstylist in Atlanta and co-owns Lux Beauty Lounge at Phoenix Salon Suites in Edgewood. We sent her a set of questions and she's been sending us her audio diaries. She started recording the night before she went back to work. I um, go by Kira. A lot of my friends call me that. Right now, it's me and my boyfriend. He's actually in the other room trying to give me um, time <laughs> to actually speak to you guys. Because normally we'd be out here watching a Netflix series together. But other than that, we just been social distancing, self-isolating. And we've been doing it for a little bit over a month now. So I'm surprised we haven't killed each other yet, you know? <laughs> What would the first two sentences in a diary entry be today? My first sentence would be, girl, you know you should have worked out today. Because I did not. And probably my second sentence would be like, you've got to start getting up early and going to bed earlier. Because I went to bed last night at 5.20ish and I didn't wake up until 12. I quit my corporate job to pursue hair because it was something that I always wanted to do. And um, I was able to secure an apprenticeship through a salon in Atlanta. I specialize in natural hair care, microlinks, and color. So I closed my salon in March prior to knowing that they were going to put us on a stay in place. Um, I did that because I saw what was taking place with COVID-19 and I just knew it was coming. At this point, I'm thinking we're only going to be sheltered for 14 days. So let's just like hunker down for 14 days. I could do it 14 days. And I had enough savings. I had all my stuff paid for the month of March. So I was like, okay, cool. I already had April rent ready, all of that. Not knowing that it was going to be as long as it is and all the, you know, the things that's going on today. I went from get, making money five days a week 
to not making any money at all. So as my bank account got smaller and smaller and smaller, I was like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I'm 30. I don't want to ask people to pay things for me or, you know what I mean? So I was talking to my business partner and she was like, oh, just make a site on Amazon where they can purchase products online for at home. And I did that. Nobody ordered nothing. I was doing a discount on gift cards. Um, I had one person buy two gift cards. I wasn't really generating any income and I didn't know what to post and I didn't know how to generate income because the only thing I was doing before was really just doing hair and I just was lost. In a world where everybody's selling this and selling that and I'm sitting here looking like, a bump on the log because I have no clue of where to go and what to do and how to do it. Um, it was just, it was a struggle. Honestly, some days it made me feel like I didn't want to get out the bed or just made me sad. I went from taking care of myself to not knowing how I'm going to take care of myself. So that was that was a tough thing for me to deal with. What was your first thought when you heard Governor Kemp was allowing the salons to open back up? I I started getting hype. I'm like, okay, let me just go ahead and post and tell people I'm opening up. Da, da, da. I went through relief at first because I wanted to be able to pay my bills. Then I went to like worry and scared. And I want to make sure that my clients are safe. I want to make sure that I'm safe. I want to make sure that nobody's telling me a story just to get their hair done. And they've been in contact with somebody who, who've had it. I, um, I don't think that it's the right thing to do right now for Kim to open it back up. But he's leaving salon owners and restaurant owners and nail salon owners, no choice because now that there's not a stay in place, landlords and lease holders can force us to still pay. So we now have to take risks and choose whether to pay our rent or pay our salon rent. Like we have to go to work in order to at least pay that if nothing else. You know what I mean? So it's just... It's just a catch-22. Describe what it was like on Friday when I opened. It was just nerve-wracking for me. Friday, when I went to work, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. Then I realized that I left my curling irons, I left my microlink tools all at my house. I had like a little, um, you know, meltdown as far as crying because I was mad that I left the things like my um, tools to do hair actually with like being out of work for 30 plus days and just, you know, all of that. And then that was just a small thing that just put me over the tip. When my first client came in, how did I greet her? I always want to give hugs or like greet my the people that I know or you know my clients 
and even my family. So I always have the urge. I have to like literally stop myself. <laughs> I immediately was like, okay, wash your hands, put on the mask if you don't have one. Um, you know, just it's time to get clean because <laughs> I don't know where you've been. <laughs> so um, no one coughed, no one sneezed. But I also took temperatures while I was there. So um yeah, I was making sure that no one had a fever and nobody coughed and everything. So I have a thermometer that I bought at Publix. It's the one that goes under your arm, you know, take that temperature and then, um, you know, you sanitize it and all of that. I have two clients on the books right now for this upcoming weekend. Um, after that, I'm probably just going to um, close back down because... I don't know if this is the right move to make, especially if numbers do not decrease. Right now, it's uncertain. I'm keeping faith, but it's uncertain. Yeah, I just don't know. Um, I know once this is over with, like completely over, I know I'm going to be booked up. I know that because the demand for our hairstyles is going to be through the roof, but we just got to get there, you know? Who are your heroes at the moment? Um... Publix worker, Kroger workers, UPS workers, anybody who is still in the front line, still working because things still have to have to go. People still trying to get back and forth on the bus. Everybody, everybody who is working right now are my heroes. What's one thing you're most excited to do when this whole thing is over? I want to go on a vacation, a good vacation to a beach that I've never been to, put a stamp on that passport. I want to do that. And I would prefer to do it with my family and my friends, like a big trip. Oh, also probably go shopping. I want to get my hair done. Oh, my nails. I need to get my nails and my toes done. I definitely want to do that because I know you've seen that meme of, you know, um, how they were saying like your French that white toenail polish is going to look like a French manicure after all this is done. That's me right now. I'm already at a French manicure and it's only been a month and a half. What is giving you hope right now? My family. My I, my family is bomb. Like, my family, my not just my immediate family, but my tribe, my circle. I am able to call anybody, FaceTime anybody. We are all on. We're you like I, I like that FaceTime with 32 people at a time. We're utilizing that because we will all get on house party or all get on FaceTime. We'll be drinking. We'll be dancing. You know, um, that's what's giving me hope right now because I know after all of this is over. We're going to be able to have fun and go back to our lives. It's just that we just have to stick this out. You know what I mean? Like, this will pass. We're going to figure out a way through this. Shakira Irvin is a hairstylist in Atlanta. New episodes of The Window drop Wednesdays and Fridays. Next week, former Amazon warehouse worker Christian Smalls shares his experience of working at the company's Staten Island warehouse where he staged a walkout. The conditions in the warehouse were scary. 
what I saw every day was uh, the lack of cleaning supplies. There were very few, if any. We didn't have any facial masks. You can find The Window on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts. The Window was created by Gimlet Projects. This episode was produced by Jamisia Thomas. Fact-checking by Max Gibson. Our supervising producer is Caitlin Baguki. Editing by Andrea B. Scott and Renita Jablonski. Mixing and sound design by Katherine Anderson. Music by Katherine Anderson, Emma Munger, and Peter Leonard. Our theme song is by Emma Munger. Abby Razika is our executive producer. I'm Xavier Jernigan. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier Jernigan. That's J-E-R-N-I-G-A-N. Stay safe. Peace. Peace.